0: This podcast is brought to you by the Trinity Whip Company. Battling daily whip fever? Sadly, there is no cure, only treatment. More whips. Traditionally made kangaroo whips, top quality craftsmanship, in form as well as function. Handcrafted by Blake Burning. TrinityWhipCo.com Or look for the link on our main page. TheFedoraChronicles.com Chronicles.com. This is the Fedora Chronicles Network.
1: This is episode 56 of the Metaphysical Connection Knights Templar Guardians of the Secrets of Christ. I'm your host, Carol Fisk. While Jim Loretta is exploring strange new worlds in his Prius, his Galileo shuttle, Professor Walt Schnabel and my husband, Eric Renderking Fisk, start the show talking about strange alien discoveries found in Peru and Antarctica as well as other out-of-place artifacts that defy our current historical paradigm. Then they talk about the history of the Crusades, the formation of the warrior monks known as the Knights Templar, uncovering some of the most important Jewish and Christian artifacts that might have been discovered by the Templars, and then the fall of the Templars during the first Friday the 13th. The show then takes us to the Swiss Alps, Spain, and the Roslyn Chapel in Scotland before finally digging in somewhere on Oak Island off the coast of Nova Scotia. The guys are literally all over the map this week, so buckle up. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show.
0: Well, anyway, I do have some bad news. What is that? Um, um, well, Jim is is stuck in the desert with Jim Warson. He's not going to be yes. joining us this yes. this week. They're, they're,
2: they're uh, taking mushrooms or something
0: it's something's going on I don't, I don't know I got the I got the word this morning that Jim's not gonna be able to join us this morning
2: and- yeah he may not be for a while because he's got a he's on in a housing dilemma so yeah yep he's living in his Prius I think
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's got it nicely decorated that you mean the Galileo yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna be missing Jim this week, but we do have some some paranormal news to chit chat about. Who wants to go first?
2: Yeah, no, you you go first, Eric.
0: All right. Um, so anyway, we gotta send a um, a um, uh, a coffee mug or T-shirt to our buddy Mister Bear. Um, he had uh, sent, uh, pa- uh, posted this on one of our forums it's here. His
2: first name Yogi, by any chance?
0: No, no. I, but I have to ask him if he's related. But he does. He also wears a fedora. So oh, he does. Yes, okay. he's, so. he's in the order. He's, he's in the order. Strange mummy with the elongated skull and extraordinary long fingers unearthed in Peru. And this is just a printout. It's not that terrific. You got to watch the video. We'll be linking to this. But um, this is this is right up there with one of my new favorite obsessions. Um, what is it called? Out-of-place artifacts, mm-hmm. where things are buried. Anomalies. Anomalies that are right. buried, and they shouldn't exist right. there. We're going to do an entire show sometime in the near future. Yeah,
2: we've, we've touched on that. Jim's touched on that a few times. He's long. touched he's, on it a lot. conversations. Are, that seems to be something that... Is of interest to him, too.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So, when Jim comes back from the desert with Jim Morrison.
2: Well, you know, actually, um, now that you bring that up, our guest next week, Walter Bosley, um, his one of his main things is, is breakaway civilizations. Yes. So, he may have some info on past civilizations, too, that we can... Maybe yeah. maybe touch on that with him.
0: Do you think we do you think we should just go over just really quickly in, in a few short minutes what out of place artifacts are?
2: If you want, I think people probably have a fairly good idea about that, I would think, but maybe not. So you have these coal
0: miners or these people who are doing these excavations and they're digging in coal or or stone that it has took millions of years to form, and they find man made artifacts like in coal, there's this one particular bell that was found somewhere in South America embedded in coal. And when they carbon dated it, it's around a million years old. Now, the question is, how did a man-made bell become encrusted in coal that's a million years old?
2: Right. There's no answer to that, There's no. Well, there is an answer to it. Well, sort of. No, there's no delineated facts about it. I mean, it's, there's theories. Yeah. Sure. What's your answer? I mean, I don't have an answer. My only answer to
0: that is that it's like if you stop and think about it, and the thing is, like, if if the coal surrounding this bell is a million years old, then it's safe to assume that the bell all, is also a million years old. There was a civilization here a million years ago. That's right. the only way you could well, look yeah, at that.
2: That's the the logical extension of that. I mean, there's no real way to prove that, I don't think. I mean, there's no, it's it's almost like a backdoor proof. You sure. Know, you don't well, really it's... have any real clear-cut <laughs> knowledge of that civilization. Well, before, if you use carbon dating. In fact, there was one. If
0: you use carbon <clears throat> dating to prove everything else in science is true, then wouldn't you say okay. that?
2: Is the, be- they carbon dated the bell? Yeah, I, I, bl- I believe yeah. they did. I mm. believe they did. Okay. I'll go with that.
0: Yeah, and if I'm wrong, I'll, I'll print a correction later on.
2: I mean, usually when they find things like that, they either, A, ignore it. Exactly. Or, B, they say, oh, well, somebody put it there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, wow, okay. How'd they do that? How'd they embed that in the call?
0: How is that possible? Yeah,
2: how could they do that's that? That's a good trick. And why would they do that?
0: Well, So where Second. where are you hiding your transporter technology? <laughs> right,
2: yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. So, well, you know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of an interesting offshoot of that, you know, are we talking about maybe people that did time travel and went back that far and left something behind? I mean sure. it's possible too. You know? Sure. I don't know. But Who there's a there's a different possibility.
0: There's at least twelve really interesting things that are out of place as it were, like weird spark plugs or electronic mm-hmm. components mm-hmm. that are embedded in rock and and, and, other, and other things like coal. Right.
2: Well, there's there also that one that kind of interested me, and I kind of always go back to that, is that artifact that was found on a, I think it was on a Roman galleon, or maybe it was Greek, that is, um, it's like a mechanical computer. Yes,
0: yes, we talked about that um, in an earlier show, it, too. It's
2: like way, way beyond, technology way beyond that exactly. time period. exactly. And that's, you know... That's kind of a little more hard evidence because, you know, you can date the ship by the kind of ship it is. and Sure. And if it was on the ship. Yeah. Like, where'd they get it from? You know yeah. And how did it get there? I mean, who would put that there? It was the actually
0: ocean? hiding in the hold somewhere. Right. Below the surface of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. It was on the. At the, the bottom it was of the part ocean. Part of the cargo
2: of the ship. Yeah.
0: And it was a mechanical device to to keep track of the positions of the planets right. Or, right. orbiting around the sun. Yeah. It could help you could predict eclipses and whatever, you know,
2: so how they get that where they get that from. I'd love to know. Yeah, good. Good question. So that's that's one that I think is to me is a little more uh, evidence based because you can date it, you know, to the ship ship. You can date to a certain date, you know, within a time frame.
0: Yeah. But getting back to this um, strange mummy with the elongated skull and extraordinary long fingers unearthed in Peru. Um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. Anybody?
2: Cool. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to wonder what's going on with that. What's the what's the genesis of the elongated skull?
0: Yeah, let's see. Well, let's see what we can we can. I p- I have
2: to bring um. You get you have the bell ready. I
0: got the bell ready.
2: I <laughs> have to bring the Anunnaki in at this <laughs> point, because exactly. you know, Anunnaki apparently had elongated skulls. And, yeah. Um, you know another way that they position these things to try to make them more um, make more sense in terms of the given scientific yeah, paradigm yeah is that they say that people um, crafted their heads that way by binding them sure to make them elongated sure but why would they do even if that's true which which I'm not sure it is um, even if they did that why would they do that why would you do that right well they were trying to simulate, the look of what they considered gods, I would think, which the Anunnaki would have been. Yeah. Um, Gods with a, with a small G because, you know, they were so far advanced in. Sure. In technology, et cetera, et cetera, that they would look like gods. to You know, primitive earthlings at that point. Yeah. So either way, you have to kind of go back to the Anunnaki with that, I
3: think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know,
2: or, or the other thought theory could be that this is, some part of their bloodline, their the yeah. lineage. You yeah. Know, the, some of the Egyptian um, rulers had had elongated skulls yeah. because supposedly they were they were um, Anunnaki descendants. Yeah, that and that characteristic came down through there. I'm
0: trying to remember, was it there. Pharaoh Aachen who had uh, who was a pretty weird looking dude?
2: There was a number of them that yeah. had that elongated look going. Yeah, uh, I saw a guy in the grocery store one day that had. A, like a, he, he, I, I don't know what nationality he was, but he was Middle Eastern, of some Middle Eastern descent. At least sure. he appeared to yep. And he had a shaved head. Right, he was probably bald, and then just shaved the rest. And but, but his head was definitely elongated. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask him, hey. <laughs> what's your anunnaki name <laughs> but i figured i might not like that too much <laughs> maybe I may maybe not, not even know what i was talking about maybe maybe not yeah i don't you know, know. i've seen that as a compliment but hey has um, anybody it's, seen it's an odd thing <laughs> you, you know <laughs> here yeah.
0: let me give you my business card i left him in my flying saucer <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you know right so yeah no i i think that the because this this is inevitable if you keep digging long enough and that's, and that's what's going on. I mean, the thing is, is that we're excavating all the time. We're developing every square inch that you could possibly imagine that any square inch that we could reach, we're going to develop it sooner or later. Eventually, I guess. And you're going to, and you're going to come across strange things.
2: If there are any secrets... Well, I wonder how many things have been on Earth that have never been reported on. You we know, we were needed... Yeah. Just or under, who knows, got socked away somewhere, you know, that... In a museum or somewhere or in somebody's <laughs> bottom of somebody's underwear drawer.
0: You know. It's all it's all hiding in a, in a warehouse in Area 51. <laughs> or, or the Smithsonian. Or the true one, one Smithsonian. One of the, one the two. Not the, not the public Smithsonian, but the real yeah, Smithsonian. No, not,
2: the, not the Smithsonian we have access to.
0: Yeah. So the thing is, do you think anything is going to come of this? Or is this going to be one of those things that people are going to forget in a couple of weeks?
2: Well, it, it's one of those things that... It never really gets reported on in the mainstream media. Um, and when it does, it a lot of times it's it's, I don't know, they come up with some kind of theory that doesn't make any sense to explain it away. Yeah. And then it just goes away, just... You know, eventually they don't hear any more about it. So they'll they'll
0: probably have somebody like <clears throat> Neil deGrasse Tyson or Bill uh, Bill Nye, the Science Guy, show mm-hmm. up on the news and explain how this is not what you mm-hmm. think it is. Right,
2: front man for the paradigm, exactly for the existing paradigm. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I know. That's that's kind of what they do.
0: Speaking about another creepy finding um, that's been unearthed recently, uh, you had a news item that you wanted to bring up real quickly.
2: Oh yeah, this this I think could be. Something big, no, mm-hmm. no, no, pun intended. But um, they they've discovered an object under the ice in Antarctica mm-hmm. that's um, huge. It's like one hundred and fifty kilometers. Um, how they discovered it, I am unclear on. They may have been satellite. I think this. I think
0: this is the satellite. Is that, is this that is, that is from it the is? satellites because they also found a whole bunch of under under the ice using some new satellite technology. They found all these tunnels and. And um, right, and right. I don't know how would you how would you describe them? Channels underneath the ice.
2: Uh, I think, yeah, I think tunnels probably is the I, <clears throat> probably the best way to describe them. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, the object, this object, apparently, well, there's two lines of thought on it. The first one is that it's the part of, or at least the part we can see of the huge meteor that hit the Earth mm-hmm. and and took out. The dinosaurs and and about 70% of the living. Sure. Uh, And not only did it take out the land animals, it took out a lot of the... um, The the sea animals as well. The sea animals as well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's one theory is that's where it hit. Yeah. And that's what that is. Um, The other theory is that it's um, some kind of a mothership. That's my favorite theory. Yeah, it's mine too, actually. And this is uh, tied in with Corey Good, the, the whistleblower from the Secret Space Program, which yeah. we talked about last show. <clears throat> and um, he says that there there's a mothership under the ice that uh, landed when, after there was a war on Mars. Yes. And there was a group of um, aliens of, of some, I don't know what their genesis was, but anyway, they they were on Mars and then they there was a battlefield on Mars and they escaped. And that's where they landed, the mothership. And they got kind of marooned there. And they were kind of plundering it, the ship for technology to create smaller. Uh, I don't know what the time frame was on this. This is this is going back quite a ways, I think. Um, maybe two or 300,000 years ago, I guess. It's, it's been a ways. Um, it depends th- on who you ask, though. Well, yeah. Yeah, there's no clear, you know, obviously there's no clear evidence for that but um and that sort of ties in with the whole deal about the nazis um escaping to to antarctica yes at the well as world war ii was kind of winding down and they realized that you know it wasn't going to go their way they they made their way to antarctica and and created a cup actually i think two bases down there and and that's part of what that tunnel system is, I think. Yeah. That that's been discovered. And they're supposed to, that's supposed to be the entrance to the inner earth. Yes. Um, where you can get into, you know, the conjecture again about some society in the, living in the earth. And we can when we get Walter Bosley next week we can yeah think we can uh, access his knowledge on that he's got a lot of knowledge about that kind of well stuff.
0: He, here's 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 one news item because i'm sitting here and it's like i'm because every once in a while you'll say something and i'll, I'll try and cough up a web page to collaborate what it is that you're saying hack, you know. hack it up i try and hack it up as it were well you know it's like if you're a hacker that's what you do you hack things up that's true and the thing is is that i'm not sure if if this I'm going to post a link to this, and we're going to see if whether or not it's legitimate or not here. But in Antarctica, NASA images reveal traces of ancient human settlement underneath 2.3 kilometers of ice, and apparently they're using some so new technology. They, so is there a picture
2: of that? It I, is. I was not able to. I mean, I I can't say that I really even looked for it, but yeah. Um, is there the the image that is there an image available of that object?
0: I get, I mean, you click on all these links and, and, and they allude to there being so is it a NASA?
2: Of it. Is it a NASA discovery? Yeah. NASA? I'm surprised they let that out.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of people who are saying that there's weird stuff hiding underneath the ice. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that is something that ju- it just keeps coming up. And maybe it's because the, you know, Antarctica is one of the last human frontiers.
2: Well, that's true partially i think but but then weird stuff happens like john Kerry went to antarctica like um i don't know exactly when it was it was when relatively recently when obviously when obama was president when he was secretary of state he, he went like unexplainedly went to antarctica like why would he go there you know what for what reason and didn't they send didn't they send Buzz, Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin down? There but and too?
0: Buzz Aldrin allegedly got kind sick, of a, kind of a health thing going got on. Got had a health thing, and he had to be ev- evacuated right, because of his right. health. I mean, yeah. but I mean, the man's in his eighties. Give him a break.
2: Yeah, and who knows what happened to him? Maybe he got exposed to something down there. Who knows? Whatever. Who knows?
0: Or maybe he was sequestered somewhere and. You know, mean, why,
2: why did he go there that's you know, his alibi what, what was this re- what was the reason well i mean being?
0: it's all part of his push for mars you know mars would be a great place to use as a test bed for technology you mean antarctica
2: so it would be a place to where
0: did i what did i say you said mars would, mars would be
2: a place to use
0: yeah no antarctica would be a great place to so test it would be bed. Like a
2: training for mars type of thing. yeah oh, i didn't i didn't know that was am sorry sort of, i no I'm, that's I'm okay no i I, yeah. I didn't know what the uh, premise of his visit was but. yeah I guess that's it but maybe it was something else
0: i mean the thing is in on the one hand global warming is bad everybody can agree i mm-hmm. think to some extent if global app if, if,
2: if in fact you embrace that concept, if
0: you embrace the concept that that's so, something weird is going on with the with the environment mm-hmm. and maybe it could be a reciprocal thing i mean who knows but the thing is is that it's like if we are experiencing global warming and Antarctica is becoming more and more or less ice-covered, I guess you mm, could say. More
2: habitable, maybe.
0: More habitable. You're going to find stuff there. I that's would It's been think, buried underneath you know, the I ice all think, this
2: yeah. time. As, as I mentioned on, I don't know which show it was, there's, there's a show called Fortitude, which is on yes. uh, Amazon Prime. Yep. You get it? And, and um, it's interesting because uh, I'm not sure that they're attributing it to global warming, but they found... Um, this is set in up in the other polar region, up right way the up north. north, north yeah, r- you know, right at the Arctic Circle, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a colony there, like a mining colony. I think yeah. it's connected to Norway, maybe. Yeah, Norway or Denmark. A- anyway, um, so they they uncovered a mastodon, mm-hmm. and um, it, it apparently had a lot of value because it, you know it showed signs that there were mastodons living there at one time, and there was a whole different sure. Um, environment at some point but but it as the as it thawed out it released some kind of uh, virus yeah which really affected people's behavior mm-hmm. and um, created like a whole a, a genetic change mm-hmm. on these people and it also released um, these, these spores or not spores but i guess eggs of, of, of a sure. p- extinct wasp hatched oh wow and, and, yeah and it was like stinging people and and giving transmitting this virus so it's it's kind of a cool concept it's an interesting concept. it's a
0: terrifying concept
2: because the thing yeah. is you're
0: reading the news and we're finding weird stuff that's being unearthed right or thought like out like
2: the thing in some way you know no it's exactly yeah. just yeah. Like well except the that wasn't that was an alien this this supposedly was not at least i don't think they don't bring out the fact that that sure. could have been an alien sure. virus or something but who knows Anything's possible. I mean, allegedly. Everything's up for grabs. I mean, according according to some paleontologist, we
0: only know maybe one percent of all the life forms that lived here on Earth before we came along. Right,
2: right. They're you know they're gone by the board. Who
0: knows? I mean, there there could have there could have been. Yeah, a mosquito is about the size of 747s <laughs> that we'll never know and put challenge your bug zapper
2: huh? <laughs> short that baby right out <laughs> see that, that that's why
0: maybe i wouldn't want to time travel because what if you go back a couple of million years and all of a sudden this Some
2: big huge <laughs> big ass <laughs> mosquito bites you you know <laughs> lands on your back and drains half your blood <laughs> within seconds
0: that would yeah <clears throat> And, all yeah. the, and who knows what other little viruses and bacteria. Yeah, that, you know, that and, you and
2: what would a mosquito that size, what could that transmit to you, you know? Oh, exactly. And who knows? There's all kinds of possibilities. You know. So yeah, you know, you just don't know. It's all interesting.
0: Yeah. You know, it's just food like food for thought, yeah. so to speak. I mean do not I I d I don't I don't know. I mean the thing is that the only the only upside to this uh, climate change thing is is all the stuff that's being unearthed. And, and you thought and what's hiding underneath
2: the ice you know it's hard to say you know I, I think getting back to antarctica um you know there's there's a whole there's a whole scenario there that i don't think we know very much about yeah you know i'd like to get into a little more into um project high jump yes where admiral bird went down there and supposedly he was going down there to to Set up some kind of logistical operation at yeah. Antarctica, but apparently that wasn't the real mission. But um, he got—when well, we've talked about this on a previous show—but he he in, he got tangled up with some some unusual spacecraft or something down there and got a, got a took an ass weapon and something l- weirds limp, going limp, on limped back with his tail between his legs.
0: Something weird happened there. Yeah,
2: the, the mission was supposed to be eight months and it only lasted yeah. eight weeks. So yeah, something weird happened. But anyway, I'd like to do a future show about that high jump so, high jump and then yeah. and, and, and then if in fact there is a nazi presence in in Antarctica, and what that what that means to the yeah to the rest of the world but i mean here, here's a question
0: what possessed the nazis to go to antarctica
2: well i think because they could it was covert i mean they could get away from I mean, obviously, that was only one place they went. They went. Sure. To, they went to places in South America. And, yeah. What's wrong with Argentina? But maybe I mean, that was like their main base. Maybe they figured. Maybe they actually did go underground and. Literally and underground. Maybe there's, yeah, literally underground. And maybe there's a whole complex down yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Going on down there. You know, I don't know.
0: Yeah.
2: It's interesting, though. I think it's. A I think. Cool, I think, cool think it's. Cool concept. I
0: think it's. I think it's fascinating. Yeah. I think the. Uh, well,
2: it's a continent, so it's a it's a big landmass.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, imagine a, a, a landmass roughly the size of Australia, maybe larger, maybe smaller.
2: that's yeah, covered sure in ice. I'm not how it
0: compares to Australia,
2: but I think it might be
0: even bigger than Australia. I mean, just, but I mean, just, mileage I'm not sure. but, I mean just imagine, uh, just imagine Australia being covered in ice for millions of years. And we finally have the technology to go and explore. I mean, lit- it's literally a lost continent.
2: Yeah, it really is. It really, it really has not. Um, I mean, they've done a lot of testing and stuff there, and but I don't think I think they've just touched the surface. Yeah, you know? I think there's a lot there that we, and and if you take factor in the fact that uh, the theory that um, the poles shifted, yeah, um, or or at least the, the the crust of the Earth shifted, sure. You know, I don't know how many degrees, but that may have been. In a in a warmer zone at one time, sure. And just as the crust shifted, it went down to the pole, yeah, and then froze over. So who knows what's there?
0: I mean, you know, the there whole... could have been a whole
2: civilization there that we don't know anything about.
0: I mean, we've ta- I mean, I mean, again, this this gets back to the whole thing. I mean, it, talking about what Philip Copens wrote about in one of his in one of his books mm-hmm. that there there are regions of the world that we are finally reaching and we're finding things that just should not be there right. like right. the pyramids and in chechnya and and in china and all over and, the who's
2: world. Not, and, and a lot of stuff buried underneath like there's supposed to be stuff buried under the pyramids and the sinks yeah. and nobody knows for sure yeah you know? so who knows there's a lot of stuff that is undiscovered
0: yeah it's fascinating
2: it's, either by design or by lack of technology or whatever
0: yeah i i just wish i could go i really wish that i could go and see these things for myself mm-hmm. so
2: by the way i i think we might be able to get um this guy as a guest have, have you ever been to the um stonehenge american stone oh yes yes you have yes i have have you have you taken your kids there not yet no you should take them there it's it's really pretty interesting in fact they do a. They do a summer solstice thing, yes. which, which where they have people dress up as yes. like elementals and stuff. You ought, you got to take the kids for that. They get a really kick should. out of that. I think it's is that June twenty first. Yeah, take, take the kids and yes. Carol and I. My, yeah. I went one day on one week, one year on Father's Day with with my son and my wife. It was it was pretty interesting. So um, anyway, I was listening to an interview with the guy that owns that place. Really? Yeah. Uh, his oddly enough, his name is I think it's Roger Stone. <laughs> <laughs> there, you there you go. There uh, you go. But it's pretty interesting. It's it's um, a lot of people have written it off as a hoax, but I, I don't think it is. I think it's 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 a, it's a megalithic site of some yeah. kind. You know, nobody really knows who who built it and why it was built. And, yeah. You know, it's on the it's on the uh, same parallel as Stonehenge. Really. I, I believe so, yeah.
0: We'll have to think, look into that. I think that's that.
2: what he said. But I think we could get him as a guest, actually. Yeah. He's a he's a retired airline pilot. And mm-hmm. um, have you been there? When was the last time you were there? Oh, my God. Uh, 12 years ago, maybe? Okay. Well, they've got a lot of stuff they've unearthed now. They have a whole nice museum now. Oh, really? There, of artifacts, yeah. They actually, He was talking about, actually, they found artifacts um, that they think are Phoenician, like a Phoenician coin. Now, how... How in the world would that have gotten there? Again, yeah. I mean that's how how'd that happen? That's there again. It goes right into gets, what we were talking about earlier with anomalies. That yeah, I mean that's that's not quite as old as as some of the other things you're talking about. But um, and then they found some things with Gaelic, uh, Celtic writing on yeah, them. Yeah, um, they have the. Kind of segueing into our show today, they have a picture of the, and I've never been to the site, but in Massachusetts, there's a Templar, uh, supposedly an image in the stone of a Templar Mm -hmm. with a sword and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, They have a picture of that. Um, sort of outlined so you can see what the image is because it's worn by, you know, it's been weathered now. Yeah. You know, there, there were a lot of interesting stuff there. So there's a lot. I'm going to give him a call or email him and see if we can get him on the show. Yeah. Or, he seems we, like he'd be a good guest. Or it we can seems just... like a good guy. We
0: can bring the equipment to him.
2: Well, that's true. We could do that too. We could do a remote from, yeah. from Stonehenge.
3: That would be
0: awesome.
2: It's, I I was there not too long ago. With, oh, Jim and I went there when he was up visiting. Uh, it's got a strange vibe to it. It does. It's got, it's got like an interesting kind of weird um weird thing to
0: it it does and it makes me yeah i mean i could just go on for you know a couple of minutes at least because when i was there there was something weird and and something weird happened there and i'm just i'm still not sure how it happened we should do an entire show did you go with carol did you No, i I went with the with a friend that i met online
2: you should take uh take the boys and Carol yeah. to if you yeah. can get there for the summer solstice celebration. I'm not sure if that's Yeah. That's 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 a pretty cool we thing. We should. We should yeah.
0: we should make an effort.
2: There, there was actually a guy that called in because it was yeah. you know, it was on coast to coast and then they have the a call in people, you know, guests yeah. are calling and uh, he said that he went there and on summer solstice and they, he and his girlfriend got there and it was dark and um, it was raining. It was like cloudy so they figured they're yeah. not going to see the solstice, you know, sure. And just as the sun was coming up, the clouds parted, up and up, and they saw the solstice. Yes. And then it got clouded over again. So it was kind of almost a
0: supernatural, a, a minor kind miracle. Of yeah, you know,
2: supernatural kind of thing. So pretty interesting. It's it's a it's an
0: interesting place. Something we should definitely check out. Yeah,
2: yeah. At the very least, get try to get him yeah. as a guest. Yeah. I think he'd be a good guest.
0: So anyway, with it with that said, we're going to uh, we're going to take a, a quick little break. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna we're going to refill our coffee mugs here and then we've got, a, we've got a, a a great show a huge show we're going to talk about a controversial topic or it's i think it's controversial the templars
2: no, it's part of it is i think yeah, yeah. it's part of it's controversial so yeah so get your broadsword out exactly we're going to, t- we're going to talk to templar
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go me- we're going to go medieval on each other's asses <laughs> yeah. here yeah. all right all right s- stay tuned
3: Ripple, never meaning to send Beauty
0: Al Landren is pioneering a brand new frontier of fandom and collecting, set decoration reproductions. Landrin Artifacts is the premier location to purchase wall reliefs that are inspired from the temple cave carvings seen in Raiders of the Lost Ark. His work also includes pedestals and stands for prop replicas. Al Landren has several prints of his phenomenal artwork that's reminiscent of early H.R. Giger's designs and traditional gothic horror images. When you see these products for the first time, you'll realize it's something you've always wanted, but can never express into words. Check out Landrin Artifacts, but be warned, after getting one, you'll have to have them all. Check out his webpage, landrinartifacts.com, or follow the link on our main page, thefedorachronicles.com. Do you do you do you have enough uh, literature on the topic there, Walter? I got some stuff. Oh my goodness! Jacques De There he is. The, the man himself. The man, the myth, the legend. Uh, so you know what? I never know in a topic like this. I don't. I, I just don't know where where do we begin with this? When begin, you to- at begin
2: at the beginning.
0: Begin at the beginning.
2: Okay, are we recording? Uh, we are. Okay. We're, we're, we're. Well, I, you know, the logical place to start a discussion of the Templars is, is how the Templars came into being. Yes. What, what they're, I think, I'm not sure how much people know about the Templars. Um, I mean, I think everybody's heard of them. Everybody's and, everybody's heard of them, and, and there's the, a lot of misnomers about them. The, um, the basic story is that they were a group of knights that were charged with guarding the... Um, pilgrims yeah to, to the holy land after it was after it was conquered initially or taken away from the muslims sure um and, and i'm not sure that that isn't a myth that, that that they actually really did that first of all there was only right. nine nine of them so you know how how effectively they could have done that i'm, I'm not sure uh, but I think the reality of the situation is that they were they were really formed to um, find some kind of secret that was hidden below what was at that point the Temple of Herod, which was built upon the Temple of Solomon, which which had a huge right. The Temple Solomon Mount. Solomon was known for his the
0: Temple Mount, where the Jewish, the <clears throat> with the most famous jewish temple in jerusalem the jewish temple in jerusalem had been built right i think the thing is is that one of the very important things to 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 realize here is that the templars in the very beginning um took took on very different i don't know iterations. maybe um perfect example is like the first crusade was about rescuing um quote rescuing Jerusalem away from the, the, the,
2: Muslims resting maybe would be a better, um, t- getting it out of the Muslim hands and sure. back into the hands of, well, or, or at least getting access to it. Sure. And then the mm. second
0: crusade was about, was more about holding Jerusalem. And right. this is when things get sort of like really, really sort of unusual because the thing is, is that a lot of people have sort of believe that the, the second crusade was more of an archeological crusade if anything else whereas the templars during the second crusade did a lot of digging in the specific area Mm -hmm. in the jewish temple right
2: they dug actually dug down into where solomon's temple would have been
0: right i think and apparently they according to legend they unearthed a lot of original hebrew artifacts um and and
2: perhaps some treasure as well
0: right and and and, and according to this is like during the during the second crusade allegedly the templars may have uncovered the ark the holy grail the spear of destiny the, a part of the true cross and christ's crown of thorns now that's that's all that's it's all, a,
2: it's quite a quite a catch
0: that's yeah. it i mean
2: i mean <laughs> some is, good stuff there you know if, yeah. if that's true i mean I, I don't know i've there's there's varying accounts of what they actually yes. or theories i guess really they'd be more th- more theoretical um, the the big, I think the big one that's they're attributed with is the Holy Grail. You know, that's the when you think of the Templars, you think, yeah, you of think the, pretty much think of the Holy Grail and Monty Python yes. quest for the Holy Grail. Sure,
0: right. absolutely.
2: But just just to back up, just a just a peg, just a, um, just a scotch to, to sort of put a different spin on that whole thing, maybe. Uh, and again, this is one of those topics where you know I, I knew about the Templars. I'd done some reading about them. When you but when you really start kind of digging into this, um, you get you know not and, and not to quote Donald Trump, but I will, where you say um, you know like go figure who who knew who knew this was so complicated you know um, and it, and it really is. There's there's a whole whole side to this that yeah you know where where you can take it. You know, other than the fact that these guys—I mean, these guys were actually warrior monks. Yes. So they're so they're really more than just fighters; more than monks. Right. They were actually they actually had a religious intent as they're well. They're
0: kick-ass monks, allegedly, they
2: were, which comes into play later on, right. um, in the story. But there, there's there's some theories that um, originally the the idea behind the Crusades was to access Muslim wealth. Um, and and that at that point in time, which is around around one thousand in that area, uh, Europe was was very poor. There, there was there was not a, a lot of wealth, and a lot of people were living yeah. impoverishedly. Um, and there was a lot of wealth in the Muslim world, so there was there was some thinking that the that the Templars were charged with um, getting a hold of some of that wealth and bringing it back.
0: You know, especially espe- espe- especially during the first Crusade.
2: Yes. Yes. Um, so you know, while the on the surface it looks like it was a religious intention, it, it really might have been more economic as well. Yeah, and and you know, it's it's funny because how how things tie together. Because I have I've been thinking recently, like, why are the why why is ISIS attacking France so much? Why France
0: out yeah, of why all? Why France? The...
2: Well, when you think about it, where were where were the knights from? Where, right. where were the Knights Templar from?
0: The Champlain region. they were from France, right? Yeah.
2: So, and apparently, before the Crusades, the Muslims were were very, um, very accepting people. They, you know, very they, affluent. They, 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 and, yeah, and they accepting. allowed the Christians to, you know, to, to worship. They, they didn't discriminate against Christians or Jews or anything. Um, But after the Crusades, (laughs) they weren't so happy anymore. They weren't so benevolent anymore. So I wonder if if this whole thing with ISIS and this jihad and the crusade against the West, particularly France, it seems like, although the terrorism happens in a lot of different places, but France, it seems to be centered in France. There seems to be a lot more of it. Who knows if that isn't the basis for it, you know? I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, I, I mean, wonder. Theoretically,
0: I, I wonder if we can get somebody on 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 the podcast who could, you know, talk about, yeah. you know, exactly. I mean, what is what's the history of Islam, and you know, why are they so pissed off at us? Well, and they
2: were, and they apparently were peaceful at one point. Yeah, you know, they were. They were just doing their thing and being Muslims and accepting of other doing religions. They, yeah, and, and then they had, you know, they had this group of people come in and just you know, piss on their parade, so to speak. Exactly. And uh, so they're, just, apparently they're still unhappy about it. I, I mean, that's a theory on my part, I guess, but it makes sense to me. Well, I mean, it occurred to me while I was yeah. going through this stuff, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know, possibly we can get it. Somebody has a little more information about that than, than us. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of a sideline. So, um, the Templars were actually founded in, in 1118. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what they did was their their initial approach to to the pope or the papacy at the time was to position themselves as guardians for the for the um, people you know the pilgrims coming to the, yes. the holy one, which I'm not sure that that was ever really their intention. Uh, supposedly, the power behind the formation of the Templars was the Priory of Sion. Yep. Which came into being or came into play in the Dan Brown book? Uh, did you have you? You've, I'm sure you've read that, right? Yeah, read I've, I've, Code. Yes. I mean, who hasn't, right? Well, I mean, or at least in the movie.
0: Yeah, I actually, I actually like liked the book a lot more. But. Oh
2: yeah, I liked the book a lot more than the movie too. I thought yes. the movie was disappointing. Yes. However, it's another that's another thought. So the Prior of Sion apparently was the group that. Um, is charged with keeping the secret of Christ's lineage. Yes, um, and and they formed the Templars as the sort of militant arm of their organization, like the like the armed security, sort of. Yeah, 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 and also or the marines, the, the marines of. Well, yeah, in some sense, but also to have them excavate under the Temple Mount. Yeah. Which, which is where the name Knights Templar comes from. The temple. That's where they, it's where all they, about the that's temple. That's where they originated their name from. Right. Um, but they at that point, they were not um, recognized by the Catholic Church. No. Um, there was only nine of them originally. So, you know, not, not, and they, not a and big group of people.
0: And they all either had to be from noble birth. They, all, they had to have some kind of link to the bloodline. Yeah. Li- some lineage, yeah. Some lineage to royalty. Right. And they had to um devote their lives and all of their property to the templars Mm -hmm. and this this is where things really start to get going because the thing is is that i mean you could could you say that they were in the beginning they they began as a as a religious cult a warring religious cult
2: yeah yeah i think religious warrior
0: yes yeah yes kind of what you just said so, sort of, sort of like Scientology before Scientology. <laughs> Scientology
2: with swords, <laughs> right? <laughs> well,
0: I mean, nobody really knows what's going on there. Who, you know, um, but uh, and they used to like, you know, in the very beginning, they bought up all this property. They bought a property. And oh, they, they got,
2: had, yeah, they they got real, real rich, real fast. Exa- exactly. Exactly. Um, so, so ten years. Hence, from when they started in eleven eighteen, eleven twenty eight, they 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 got officially recognized by the by the Catholic Church. Yes, um, there was a guy that got behind them. Um, he let me see, I've got his name here somewhere. He he was um, he was an he, he was an abbot. Are you are you uh, talking about Hugh de Pan? No, he was a, he was one of the Templars okay he was, he was like the head tambour. he was
0: like the one of the he original was, he tambour. was the head
2: guy yeah um this guy this guy got behind them and um they they got officially recognized so you mean
0: saint bernard saint bernard yes well, you got it. saint bernard of clairvaux Clair,
2: yep that's the guy and and he was in he he was the abbot of his title was the abbot of Citeaux. i i don't my french is not not great so anyway i think that's how you say i finally it. met somebody whose french is worse than mine <laughs> So, um, so with his support, he he apparently had a lot of power within the church. Yeah, and he got behind them, um, and and they became officially recognized by the church, which kind of put the power of the papacy behind them. Yes, which really made them much more powerful. Yes, at that point. So they began. They they started developing a reputation, and people really wanted to connect with them. and yes. so people were giving them land, and you know wealthy people wanted to. You know be connected to their and
0: became part yeah. of their infrastructure because the thing yeah. is is yeah. that mm-hmm. in in one of the documentaries that i watched in preparation for this radio show mm-hmm. is that um it what when you when you're talking about the templars we're not just talking about the knights themselves because they also had every knight had his own infrastructure as it were like he had, had his own little he had his, deal his gone. he has every Every knight had mm-hmm. his entourage, as mm-hmm. it were. You had his own blacksmith, and you had somebody who took care of his horse. Right. You know. they,
2: they they had a, their own servant. Yeah, you're right. Or they servants. Had, yeah, they had their own or servants. Um, but like you said before, they had, they had a very strict code of of personal behavior at that point. Yeah. At, uh, after at that, at
0: that point after after the Second mm-hmm. Crusade or during the Second Crusade mm-hmm. and and throughout the rest of the. Templar history. They had a very strict moral code. Right. Because during the first crusade, they'd hire just about anybody. Hey, listen, if you if if you want to go overseas and you want to kick some ass mm-hmm. and you want to be absolved of all your sins, like mercenaries kind of. Exactly. Yeah. They were they were mercenaries for Christ, if mm-hmm. anything, or right. mercenaries right. for the church. Right. And they were and they were giving absolutions, mm-hmm. whereas if you go and you do this task, all your sins past, present, and future will be forgiven right so apparently these guys got on these templar costumes and they went out they then they pillaged and and they then they traveled they traveled and pillaged mm-hmm. and, they, and if anything they were more like they were more like pirates for the catholic church essentially or vikings <laughs> <Or something. laughs>
3: you
2: know <laughs> but but the interesting thing i think is that uh, they they really developed um what what well, a couple of things actually. The 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 banking system they were the they were the first real banking system. Yes. Um, so what they did was they had this <clears throat> they developed this huge treasure trove, and they used that as like collateral for. Yeah. They they actually issued they they developed the first checking system. Yes. So that um, oddly enough, Muslims used it. Everybody uh, used it. Everybody so, in the region so used if it. They were traveling somewhere and and they didn't want to be subject to being robbed. <clears throat> they could they could deposit money with the Templars and then they could actually write a check on, right. on their deposit and the Templars would you know would make good on it so it was it was really pretty interesting how they developed that yeah and they also developed a huge um, pos- real estate possessions yeah they, you know they they were they were really the first multinational corporation actually yeah in essence which is which is kind of interesting and and, you think and the it.
0: thing is is it that- they were setting themselves up, <laughs> and they're setting them themselves up for a big, huge fall because they well, start, yeah. they you started know. out <clears throat> serving the Catholic Church, and then when they got too big for the Catholic Church to control, mm-hmm. we'll get into that later.
2: Yeah, they they uh they really became victims of of their own hype. I think of hubris. Yeah, you know, they started. Um, they they started degenerating. I think morally, right. um, there there were some terms like um, that became popular. Like um, if you wanted to say somebody was a you know was a heavy drinker, you could say drinks like a Templar, you know? <laughs> yeah, or swears like a sailor kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the, um, <clears throat> the houses of ill repute were were called Templar houses, you know. So so they got into some 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 pretty shaky areas. I think that were yeah. uh, bordering on immoral, and, yeah. And uh, you know, very far from where they originally started from.
0: Sure. You know? uh, yeah.
2: Um, so at some point, like like you said, they, um, they 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 maybe got a little too too powerful.
0: Exactly. Like sort um, of like when John <clears throat> Lennon said that they were bigger than Jesus.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what it came down to. So so they got some they got some really uh, pushback from the from not only from the Catholic Church yeah. but. Uh, from the king of france at the time was it philip philip the fourth i think
0: philip yeah, philip the fourth yeah
2: um first of all he owed them a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> so that might have been a little bit of an incentive and, and, to, that, and uh, what <clears throat>
0: happens when you own politicians money or if you have the dirt on politicians yeah well
2: that's the whole It only thing. ends one or two it ways it doesn't, doesn't well, end well usually it doesn't uh, end well for he, somebody he apparently was fighting all these wars and they were financing the wars which you know is an, is an old Game that we've talked about many times. Sure, That's how we're playing it now. Yeah, we're still playing it, yeah. Um, so at some point, I guess Philip said, "Hey, you know what? This guy's—I owe them a lot of money. Let's let's see if we can eliminate them." And the Catholic Church, um, I think, became aware that they were starting to um, get away from the Christian viewpoint right if they ever if they in fact ever and they started it. and they started i'm not to, sure that they ever really did have that right
0: viewpoint. and they and they also sort of started to slip up badly because they, they suffered a huge major defeat in the in a in the uh around gaza and um that the uh the horns of hatin it was a major decisive battle where oh, they I went heard of that one they went into a battle totally unprepared in the heat of day without enough water without enough rest. They could have just waited.
2: For was that was that from Saracen? Was that when that when Saracen took back the Holy Land? I think the, so. The yeah. Muslim um, leader, general, yes. whatever yes, yes. Because they they eventually lost the Holy Land. They yes, and and got kicked out of there. Um, that must. That's probably when it happened. Yeah, I hadn't read about that, but it uh, makes sense.
0: So it's it's but because but the thing the thing that is important here is that every they were ri- they were riding high. Oh, yeah, up were, up on, uh, until um, on the hog up until the the horns of haddington and their decisive defeat there and then they sort of they 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 lost their mojo
2: well they were probably drinking like templars the night before and and yeah they had a big hangover they brought the, yeah. the battle they,
0: i mean they went they went into a battle unprepared because mm-hmm. well you know damn it we're the templars there's nothing we can't do
2: right and they're they're um, their fighting ability was was pretty much unmatched yeah for, for quite a while, and then I think they 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 sort of lost their discipline, I yes. think and they got into other stuff and um, they um, you know like usually happens is you yeah know, they got too big for for themselves yeah because yeah.
0: since the since they defeated Saladin earlier in, in many different decisive battles, they thought that this they, they underestimated uh, underestimated him. Mm-hmm. And, that, and because the Templars were having their own internal strife, the fractions within the Templars. Because the thing is, is that there was, for the longest time, up until the Third Crusade, the Templars, whether whether they were battling monks or whether or not they were liars, thieves, and, and other scoundrels, they all had a united purpose. Mm-hmm. But around the time of the third crusade, they really started to get more fraction. You know, there was, there was more, it's like when a group gets too big and when a group yeah. gets too big, there's yeah. always a subgroup
2: who break off. That was starting to happen. They had 22,000 members at one time. It was pretty huge. That's big. Yeah. That's big for that time period. That's, that's a lot of people. They weren't all knights. I don't think I think no, some of them no, were No, no. There was
0: like, they were, they are all like background players. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But that's a big, big group. Um, so, so then I guess Philip the Fourth and and the Pope got together and they said, uh, you know, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to put a hurtin' on these boys and and try try and uh, dissolve this organization because it was just it was too powerful. I mean, yeah. they they controlled most of the wealth in Europe, I think. That's no, they did control most yeah, of the yeah yeah and um, and <clears throat> so the so the infamous date, at least for the Templars anyway, and it's become an infamous date for everybody, for everybody. I guess. Uh, was October 13th uh 301309 1307 30, 30, I oh. think it was 1307 okay which um, is actually Friday the 13th
0: Friday the 13th which
2: which is where the where that connotation came from on Friday the 13th at that, least that's yep. one of the theories anyway yep and what they did was they rounded up the all the templars that they could the, get a hold they, of that they, and, they could get their hold of and yep. charged them with heresy and all um, sorts of horrible things. All kinds things. of really nasty stuff. Horrible things. Said they were doing. So they tortured them, and they actually killed um uh Jacques de Molay, yep. who was the head of the Templars at that time. They burned him at the stake, actually. Yeah. Uh, not not a nice way to die. It's um, not a.
0: And there was there between 1307 and 1314. There, this is like the worst year of the Templars, or the, mm. the worst period for the Templars. Yeah, they, they, they had, took
2: a hurt. They took a hit.
0: They they had about maybe. They they must have had seven years of just horrible. But somebody well, stepped they, they, on it.
2: They disbanded, and and a lot of them, you know, took off, went off for, in for, several
0: for, different directions. Parts unknown, which yeah, is or, what although we do now well, some Which is one are. of the things that we're going to cover in the next part of this episode right. here,
2: but the. The, some of the things they were charged with, and this this kind of goes back to whether or not they actually really were Christians, at, even at the beginning. Yeah. And they kind of masked that. Was they were well, they were charged with with um, spitting on the cross. Yeah. Um, which all of these things are really mutations of what they were really doing. I think right. to make it look bad for them. Um, that was. Spitting apparently was an accepted practice. Jesus would do that. He would spit on the ground and then right. get the dirt in the spit and rub it into his hands to it was um, simulating creation. I think. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so they they were charged with spitting on the cross. They were charged with um, homosexuality, mm-hmm. um, which which part of their ritual um, on the surface may appear to be homosexual, but what one of the things that they would do is they would kiss. the initiate on the lips but it wasn't you know romantic type thing it was they were imparting the 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 spirit of god from the from the yeah from the person that was in the order of the Grand Master, i guess to the initiate so it was they were touching lips but they weren't actually kissing per se right and then they would touch their their lips to the navel and to the small of the back which are which are points where are supposed to be openings to the yeah you know for the for the light to get in, I guess. Um, so, so they had a really, um, <clears throat> they had really much more of a Gnostic viewpoint yeah. about religion. Um, now, Gnosticism goes back to, really, really goes back to uh, John the Baptist. Yeah, and the belief that you don't need to have a um, a person represent God. Like, you don't have to have a priest set. Be, that was the inter, whole, be the intermediary between you and God.
0: That was the whole thing about John, John the Baptist. Yes. And one of the reasons yes, why right. he was beheaded was because he was saying these things that were you know, heresy at the time, right. whereas you did and, and,
2: and still you could, like
0: you know, this. you could go right to God and pray to God. Right. And you could yeah. have a personal mm-hmm. relationship with God.
2: It, and if you, in fact, did the things you needed to do to get there. Sure. To that. To that but you didn't state. need,
0: you didn't need a priest to go to right. God. You could right. go to God yourself. Right. And that now, was like, now, oh, think
2: sh-. about that. That that doesn't work out real well for the Catholic church.
0: <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> look, doesn't look good for the church at all.
2: Right. Or really any Christian religion, any religion at all. Basically, um, you have to go through the minister or the right pastor or whatever, right? To, you know they're the ones that are the keeper of the of the knowledge, I guess, yeah. or, or whatever they keep. I don't know. One of the themes that <clears> I th- themselves usually but.
0: one of the themes that I thought was very interesting in doing all of this research is their secrecy. All of their rituals, all of their ceremonies were in secret, mm-hmm. and the thing is, is that it's like whenever you have secrets. And I've said this in many different ways and in many different circumstances, when you have secrets and you, you just keep everything in the dark rumors and lies become the truth mm-hmm. as it were.
2: Well, innuendo innuendo becomes right, the because truth. Because when you don't know the actuality, people right. make stuff up.
0: Like the thing is, is like I make jokes about mm-hmm. my basement all the time and the weird things that I might have in my basement and after, weird
2: things in your basement.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I make jokes about having weird stuff oh, in my no, basement. I, think I,
2: actually did. I thought I saw a tentacle coming up under the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's the thing. So the
0: thing is that somebody who is half listening to this podcast, they're going to think. Uh, and who would that be? Exactly. Well, yeah. But I mean, people would be like, oh, my God, there's something weird going on in Eric's basement. At some point, some freaking night. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's a partial truth. It's a partial right, truth. Right. And then some, some, some wackadoodle is going to become obsessed with Eric's basement. Yeah. Mm. Maybe, um, maybe. Probably. No, I'm just using this as an analogy. I get it.
2: Yeah, it's just an analogy. But but the um the thing with it, and I think this is is a really important point is that the Templars really were following a more ancient tr- religious tradition, Gnosticism. Yeah, and 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 some of their stuff was based on the Kabbalah. Yeah, uh, not the Kabbalah. the Kabbalah. Well, that might have come from that. I don't sure. know. Sure, but um. And and one of the other things they were accused of was um, worshiping idols,
0: or a <clears> specific right,
2: idol—a skull. Is that the one you're talking about?
0: This is the one that I'm talking about. And the skull. When, and when I when yeah. I came upon this again for the first time, I was like, oh, geez.
2: Right. You we're probably t- said something else, but I, I didn't quite out. say that. Yeah. I you know. And and what does this skull represent? Well, the thing is,
0: is, is that let's, let's step back a couple of centuries here and look at the, the, the history of John the Baptist. Okay. John the Baptist, when he was captured by Herod or whomever, and he was tried for heresy. Right. I think he was beheaded for it. He was. All right. And they threw away, they threw away his body. They threw his body away with the rest of the trash.
2: And kept his head.
0: They kept his head. Didn't
2: they, somebody... Deliver it to somebody. Was it to Herod?
0: I think so. And yeah. the thing is, is that after allegedly, after John the Baptist was beheaded, his head was still speaking. <laughs> right, which is a little unusual. <laughs> which is think. where you, right. which is where I think but, maybe we get the get the uh, uh, the, the phrase "talking heads." Maybe.
2: <laughs> well, it could be, or or the phrase uh, "he should have quit while he was ahead." <laughs> um, and the thing is, but is, the but the thing is that. The thing that I learned about John all oh, right go ahead you continue your thought I, I so the, so the thing is is, is <clears throat> that uh, apparently
0: when they during the Second Crusade when um, they start going after looking for all this treasure one of the things that they were looking for is they were looking for John the Baptist's head essentially or literally looking for his head mm-hmm. now whether or not they actually found his head or not, is another story.
2: Graham gives, Han- gives new meaning to the to the phrase getting head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well anyway, your buddy Graham Hancock um, wrote about this and he referred to he was my buddy? He referred to the Templars as the cult of the severed
2: head. Mm. Okay. So so that gives credence to the fact of, of why they worshiped the skull. That was that was where that came from. Sure. So they they actually recognized I believe, anyway, John the Baptist as the the true Messiah, sure, and that Jesus kind of stole that title from him was sort of, the, sort of the thinking behind that.
0: So they sort um, of considered in in James Bond lore, they sort of considered <laughs> Jesus to be the Roger Moore. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: yeah, the, <laughs> the James but, Bond. But franchise. They were really from the same lineage. Yeah, so they were know, cousins. Yeah, yeah. So they were they were, um, you know. It, it seems to me it's more likely that Jesus was the was the successor. Yes. You know, rather than actually. Well,
0: according to biblical law, John the Baptist is we can't the one have two said, messiahs.
2: That's Well, it's only no, can be one well, no. true. Messiah. I mean, but the
0: thing is is that according to Christian lore, John the Baptist was the one who was making way for you know, he was he was
2: But that's Christian lore. That's, that's Christian That's, that's, that's Christian that's lore. And the thing. thing
0: is is that John the Baptist introduced Jesus as saying, "Behold this, the son of God." Right. People were like, uh, you know, they flipped out because right, it was right. like.
2: So this this was the, this was the basis that the, that the Catholic Church used and in, in league with Philip the Fourth to right to, to condemn the, the Templars. Now, when you're getting back to that skull part, think about things like the Skull and Bones Society. Yeah. Um, think about the the logo on the pirate flag.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, that's. Could be all Templar connections. You know, there was could, some yeah. thinking that the Templars actually morphed after this whole scourge, they actually morphed right. into to the whole pirate thing. Another, and, they, and they were and uh, they were they were aspect pillaging the uh, you know, the, the the countries that you know that they had been kicked out of essentially. Right. You know? So the thing like is like England and France and
0: Walt actually asked me to to tell him after the first half hour here of the second segment of the show here, now I'm in. Now I am in um, um, thirty minutes and and forty two seconds here.
2: So we're going to take a little break. We're going to
0: take a little break. Okay. But the thing is, is that where we're leaving off here, we are leaving off here with Philip the Fourth, October the thirteenth, Friday, October the thirteenth, thirteen oh seven, and we're talking. And then we're going to get into um, the missing Templar fleet, and then we are going to talk about. The um, Chateau de Chiron and why is that so important to Templar lore? This is
2: where we're starting to get into some, some of the stuff that Dan Brown used. In we're going to get into some
0: really weird stuff. In his book, and,
2: yeah. Thing, and, really, and, what, and what the actual, what, what is the secret that the, that the Templars have and, and here's, have?
0: and here's the thing. We've been talking about really weird stuff so far. Things only get things only get weird. Yeah, this it gets is all weirder. stuff that's
2: essentially documented stuff this is th- that we talked yeah. about just previously. So so the Templars, just to, to kind of cut it off, the Templars now, um, after being accused accused of all this heresy, they lost their, their good name, so to speak. And, right. and and a lot of them were, were killed. And tortured and killed, and and they were yeah. forced to admit that they were doing all these things, which they may or may not have been doing. I don't know. Yeah. But they, but they also some of them admitted that they worship Satan, that they. But they, they was, But they recanted afterwards. Well, yeah, cause so, they were. They were. They had some pretty heavy torture going on. But they, but they worship, supposedly worship Baphomet, who was a um, a goat type of. We've talked about Baphomet before. Right. Um That was supposed to be their the idol that they. That they worshipped and that's right. sa- Satan in the form of a, you know, of a creature or what it's a right. half goat, half human. And, right. Um, but again, you know, they were under duress, so <laughs> you'll confess to anything. Right, yeah, right. When you have a, you'll confess. To- you have a six-inch needle being put into your eye. You know, you, you'll put. Or
0: somewhere a, else.
2: Or, or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 so, so the so the Templars got away. Some of them got away and we're going to talk about we're where talk they, about where where they, they went and, and what happened moving into the All right. Moving into the present. So
0: we're going to play another commercial and then when we get back here we're going to talk about everything that happened to the Templars after 1314.
2: All right. This so. is a built-in bathroom break for our listeners.
0: Yes. If you're a fan of the show we would really appreciate it if you would help spread the word and tell your friends who are interested in the paranormal about our podcast and our homepage metaphysicalpodcast.com that's the portal for listening to all of our past shows read our show notes and links that we talk about on each episode be sure to subscribe to the metaphysical connection podcast by clicking subscribe on itunes google play or soundcloud By subscribing, we have a better idea of who is listening and how to better serve all of you in our audience. Be sure to also join us by going to facebook.com slash groups slash The Metaphysical Connection. Once again, spread the word and tell your friends to join us here at The Metaphysical Connection at metaphysicalpodcast.com. So now that we're back from the break... When we sharpened our swords. When we when we left left, Eric and Walt, <laughs> they were about to go down the secret cave underneath the Rosalind Chapel. Oh no, wait a minute, I'm getting ahead of myself here.
2: Well we have to talk about where um, We've got to talk about where the where the Templars got off to. Alright, and all all kidding aside, when
0: we last left the Templars It was They were not
2: doing well. So
0: the thing is, is that between... Most, most
2: of their money, or at least some of their treasure.
0: Right. So between 1307 and 1314, and 1314 we took a little trip. No, no that's Swan wrong song. Yeah. Um, so the thing... so Very <laughs> wrong. Very wrong. So the thing is, is that those seven years were really bad for the Templars. Mm. And the thing is, is they were, they were chased, and they were prosecuted, and... They were scattered up, 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 upon the winds. And there's a lot of couple of strange questions here that we, we have yet to address throughout the entire history of the Templars, mm-hmm. especially after the first crusade. The Templars were responsible for the infrastructure of of the modern Christian world at this point. They were responsible for the, all the trade routes, whether or not it was over by land or over by sea. And the Templars had their own fleet of ships that were also responsible for bringing goods and goods from other parts of right. the world, including the Mediterranean Sea. By the way,
2: did you know that Vasco da Gama was a Templar?
0: Did not know that. Yeah,
2: he, he had the Templar symbol on his sails. I saw a picture of that. Pretty interesting. Say. So and, so they were they were really connected. I mean, they they had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I mean, it was it was like,
0: I mean, they they were at, for a time they were the church's army, navy, and marines, and at the same time they were like the post office for the mm-hmm. Catholic Church, and they were the banking system for the Catholic Church, and then when they got too big for their britches. Bad stuff happened, and they owed the wrong person who was unscrupulous. That was Philip that IV. was sort
2: of the first um, inquisition, kind of by the
0: Catholic oh, well, Church, I think that they or, called or themselves not maybe the first one. They, they called them. I mean, the thing is, is that the the French Inquisition against the Templars parallels the Spanish Inquisition, mm. which is a topic for an entire other it's show. Another maybe. whole thing. Yeah, it's another whole thing. Oh. And they they had inquisitors who mm. were going after the Templars. Because like we had said, the Templars got too big for their britches. Well,
2: the Catholic Church took out the Cathars too, which which are connected to, they had a Gnostic philosophy very similar to what the Templars had. So there you go. Anything that deviated from what the, you know, the mainline right. Catholic thought was, they, they eliminated.
0: Yeah. So there you go. You're gonna convert, conform, or die. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> those are your three choices. Oh, sounds very familiar. So, but so the thing is, is that so after thirteen fourteen, um, you also got to keep in mind that the 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 Templars are really sort of responsible for gathering a lot of the Christian artifacts that we sort of take for granted for today. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's
2: another whole. Um, aspect to what
0: An- another thing that I, I didn't realize this until l- looking at my show notes again is um, they had, a, they had uncovered the shroud of Turin in the fourth crusade in 1204. The shroud of Turin is allegedly the birth, the, the burial cloth of, mm-hmm. of Jesus. Burial shroud. Yeah. One of the people <clears throat> had, had said that, well, one of the theories is that the, the, um, The head that they were worshiping was if you fold up the Shroud of Turin and if you fold it, if you folded it correctly, you had just the face of Jesus. And that Hmm. was the head that they were allegedly worshiping, according to some people who study Templar lore. I mean, who knows what the head was that the Templars were allegedly worshiping? Mm -hmm. And then you brought up something that I thought was really creepy they the, who else were they alleged they were charged with worshiping
2: well their their basic um premise of their of their basic religion um goes back to the time i think when um there was the goddess al- element yeah because they supposedly not only worshiped the skull but they worshiped the mother which apparently was john the baptist's mother very similar to um, Christ and Mar- and Mary, Mother Mary, uh, Mother Mary, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's another whole aspect to it that right. you know precedes the the patriarchal kind of dominance over mm-hmm. over religion and, and yeah. you know the, the the very original Gnostic religions celebrated the the goddess element, mm-hmm. you know, um, much like the much more like Mary Magdalene,
0: right? Which, which yes. is what
2: Christ was getting to, I think. Yeah. You know, when you when you look at um what Mary Magdalene was or who she was, she she was probably his closest disciple. And right. supposedly he imparted a lot of the knowledge that he had to her that he didn't to the other disciples. Yeah. Um, so that whole thing is tied together. Yeah. You know, it's, but, it's by the an way, extension. Uh again, quoting my friend, my good friend, your good friend, Graham Hancock. I wish he was. Um, he he says that um the research I've conducted into the beliefs and behavior of this strange group of warrior monks, meaning the Templars, have convinced me that they had tapped into some exceedingly ancient wisdom tradition. Mm-hmm. So I think that goes back to the to the mystery schools in in Egypt, and and probably back to Atlantis, which goes, I think, all the way back to get the bell ready. I got the bell. The Anunnaki. There you I go. Think it, I think it all. I think I really think that Jesus is a descendant of of the Anunnaki bloodline. Okay, um, and and John the Baptist being also in that lineage. Yeah, um, since they were cousins, right? Said, yes. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I don't yeah. know. But I think I think Jesus really was imparting that that wisdom that he learned right in in um, when he when he went to the mystery schools and when he went he visited. You know, he was in India. He was in Tibet. Yes. So he, he learned a lot of that ancient wisdom that he was attempting to bring forward to the people. And, you know, there's some thinking is is that's what the Templars were doing as well. And that's one of the reasons why they were taken out.
0: Yeah, because they weren't adhering and conforming to the paradigm at the time. Exactly. Exactly.
2: That the Sounds church familiar. That the Catholic Church won't yeah, it really hmm. does. It's it's not a new story. Or maybe that's one of the one of the phases of the story, you know. That, that could it be. just keeps
0: happening over and yeah, over again. It does.
2: It does seem cyclical. It does. So after the after the scourge of the Templars in in France and and basically whatever groups were in Europe, they they apparently went to two places: Scotland, yeah, and um, Portugal. And and there's another one.
0: And there's another one. Are we talking exactly. about the Templars? Yeah. We're talking about the Templars. Yeah, those
2: are the only two places that I uncovered that they went to. So, so
0: in your in your research, you didn't find about the how um, um, some of the, some of the Templars wound up in Switzerland and the Alps. Oh no,
2: I didn't see that. Oh, I mean, you didn't I, see that. No, I Missed that.
0: No, trying to trying to find out here. So the thing is, is that um, so so one of the questions is well, the thing is, is that when the knights knights of Templar went west into spain and portugal they changed their name to the knights of christ
2: oh okay so they 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 got a a new identity
0: yeah yeah you know what we also skipped over we skipped over chateau de chion and there was a prison tower and this is just this is just a side note the thing is is that some of the some of the templars who were held prison there they actually carved coded messages mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. the walls that have never been decoded. De- decoded. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that, the I mean, what, what's what's there? What's go, what's going on with that? Like, what what's in those messages? Yeah, well, could that's a anything. good question. Could be anything. It could be. Could be just graffiti. It could be a message to other Templars saying, hey, the treasure is here, or just whining and complaining yeah, about I'm really, the... I'm really hungry. They're just complaining about the accommodations. Yeah, there's
2: probably something there, because the, the whole... The whole thing with Dan Brown and the Leonardo da Vinci yeah. code and the, the da Vinci code and that kind of stuff that's all tied in with the Templars. Uh, now, Dan Brown, his the premise for his book is that what the Holy Grail really is is the is the sacred bloodline, right, of, of Christ, right, which which came down through through Mary Magdalene, and that mm-hmm. Mary Magdalene was actually the the um, Holy Grail. Right, her her body was actually the Holy Grail, and because the, she she, you know, was the progenitor of the bloodline of Christ. One one supposedly of supposedly, yeah, if you one, believe that Christ did not die on the cross and and actually had a family and one cetera, of the one
0: of the things that the Templars really got in trouble for is the thing is is that they they had a philosophy or. Not a ph- maybe not a philosophy, but they they were trying to break the misnomer that not every woman in the Bible named Mary was the same Mary, because obviously you had because Mary is just as common for women as the name John was for men, and
2: and that's another thing I found out was yeah. that that John was not actually considered to be a name; it was a title. Okay. So when you saw John, like there's there's a lot of Johns, you know, but it sure. was like a title. It was like um, prince something
0: or mister or or no
2: it was more elevated than a mister okay it was, it I'm, just a saying, more, I'm just saying i'm just saying well it, yeah that kind of thing but it yeah was, had a more elevated significance to or
0: it or sir or something like that yeah yeah, yeah.
2: or or yeah sir like so in the ang- english terms so the thing is is that whenever whenever somebody
0: whenever mary showed up in the bible that wasn't his mother they just assumed it was the same woman which right. couldn't which is couldn't be any further from the truth. Right, right. Mary, Mary Magdalene was essentially the thir- 13th apostle. Mm-hmm. He he was the woman that 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 Jesus shared like you had mentioned in the in the, in the previous segment mm-hmm. is that Jesus imparted a lot of knowledge to her that he didn't impart to the other apostles. Right. right. And that
2: so, the, so she was sort of his confidant sure and, and and you know the, some of the theories say that she was actually his wife
0: i mean it's like if you think about it if you think about i mean i have imparted knowledge to carol that i haven't imparted to anybody else carol knows things about my life that nobody else knows lucky her huh? well <laughs> well yeah for I better mean, for better or for worse for, for right? better or for worse <laughs> now the thing is is that but it's because she's my wife right okay why would you impart secret knowledge to anybody else who's a woman other than your wife
2: well that's up for grabs you know I, I don't know that you know there's, there's there's theories that say that she was his wife and there's theories that say she was just a, a very special lady sure to him but sure uh, depends, on what, depends on what you want, depends on what you want to believe <laughs> but um either way she she certainly was privy to to some kind of ancient knowledge that that Christ had acquired somewhere. Right. And that, um, you know, she, I, I think she's been sort of, Mary Magdalene's been sort of trashed Yes, in, in traditional uh, yes. thinking. You know, they, they say that she was, a, that she was a whore. And, no, not no, true. Not, not, not happening. No. no, that's not true. That's, you're talking, that's just
0: a way to diminish her. That's, think, just, that's you know? just another Mary you're talking about.
2: Well, maybe, you're you just, know, but, but not Mary Magdalene. no. You know? so that that's that's interesting I, I I think that that's it's funny how that whole thing got mutated you know yeah and uh, you know there's a lot of there's a there's a whole chapter in this book um that I had that I was accessing yeah um, which we'll put on the website absolutely um, and let me get the title it's
0: Walt's going to read the title again, but it's from our buddy Graham
2: Hancock. Well, no, it's not. Oh, it's not. No, it's not. He's he's mentioned in it. He, oh, he's quoted okay. It, oh, okay. it's not his book per se. Okay. Um, it's called The Templar Revelation: Secret the Secret Gardens of the True Identity of Christ. Okay. So so they talk a lot about the fact that Christ um, probably was not a deity; that he was, uh, you know, he was an avatar. He was a he was a very evolved person that had a lot of knowledge about yeah. the ancient wisdom of. Yeah.
1: Uh, and who's the, the author again? Uh,
2: the authors are actually two: Lynn Picknett and uh, Clive Prince. Okay. Good book, really. Good okay. Book. I haven't, I've not read the whole thing, but I'm. Okay. It's, uh, it's on my list. I've read parts of it. All right. So
0: anyway, now that we've <laughs> now that now it's time to get back on track again, Walt.
2: Um, oh, were we off track?
0: No. <laughs> hey, no, it's a metaphysical go, go, connection. Well, it,
2: it's all connected, really, because the Templars had some mission that. I don't think we're not really, really quite sure really about that. Yeah.
0: And that's the thing because they were an ultra secretive society right. So the thing
2: is is that so
0: this is when we start talking about they went that different groups of the persecuted Templars went in different directions mm-hmm. one of the directions alleged that the, allegedly where they went to was the Alps in the region that we know know as Switzerland
2: and the thing is is that and instead of using swords, that group, they used Swiss army knives. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I got to the, But the thing is, is
0: that mm. here are these people who were just behind in the times. And all of a sudden, it's like they had these fighting techniques that were very, very advanced. Mm-hmm. And, they were, and they were able to kick some serious ass. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, and they, they knew how to fight for sure. And then all of a sudden, like they got this great banking
2: system that mm-hmm. is still used today. I think it was the premise for the World Bank and everything. Really, exactly, truthfully. and they, and they understood that money was power, right? Know, just back that far, and the, still is. And look at
0: the and and look at the Swiss flag. Now it could be a coincidence. It's a red cross, right? It's it's a white cross on a red field.
2: Oh, is that okay? I thought it was the other way around, but it could be. You are right.
0: thinking about the Red Cross, maybe. All yeah. right, and and the symbol of yeah, the, right. of yeah. the yeah. Templars is a red cross. On a white field, on a on a, mm-hmm. on a their, white, their, uh, white tunic
2: that they wore was, was white, white yeah. with the red that cross was part of their like uniform, sort of. Yeah.
0: And you look at the red cross, you know, the red cross and all yeah, all the all It's, the goods it's that Funny they how did. it
2: all kind of ties together.
0: Huh? That's strange. I wonder if there's. I wonder if there's any correlation. Probably not.
2: Well, who knows?
0: But then, of course, the thing is, is that some of the Templars allegedly fled to Scotland, right? And that they empowered Robert the Bruce, and there was the Brackenburn Templars who helped Robert the Bruce with some of his right. struggles. And they here.
2: apparently built the um, Rosalind Temple, which, this is, is, which is mentioned in the um, Holy and, and well, it's mentioned in Holy Blood, Holy Grail, but also in the Da Vinci Code. So,
0: talking about now, as somebody who loves the Indiana Jones series, here
2: would that be you, Eric? huh since you have multiple pictures of
0: of Harrison Raiders Ford of the Lost
2: Ark and stuff on there
0: yeah absolutely here i actually have two corners here i have one corner with pictures of my family and Harrison Ford and and uh and uh my, my actually the my very first soundtrack album is 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 hanging up on the wall here um and uh it's so and the other corner, I have my all my props and stuff like that. But the thing is, is like if you were going to go treasure hunting, one of the places where you would want to go is the Rosalind Rosalind Castle and the Rosalind Chapel, which was built in 1446 by the Saint Clair Templars mm-hmm. or the Saint Clair priests, right. and all and all over this, all over the Rosalind Chaplain. Or the Rosalind Chapel. There's
2: a lot of lot of symbols.
0: There's a lot of symbols going yeah. on there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that it's like if if you're into conspiracy theories and, and archaeology and where the two intersect, this this would be the place to
2: go. That's the place, I believe. I'm dredging this up now from memory, but um, where the Green Man is is uh, depicted. Okay, maybe. Um will have to look that up. But but the Green Man was another part of their whole it almost kinda of went back to pagan worship.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Um he was it was an elemental, I think. Yeah. Um and again it goes back to the he was the son of the original yeah. mother goddess. Yeah. The Green Man, that was where the whole concept of Gaia came in and everything. Yeah. Um he's actually one of the elementals that they I think that people have at the yeah. uh, at the summer solstice celebration. Uh the Green Man's in a lot of different places if you start. Looking at it, that's that. That could be another show. Actually, that yep,
0: it's it's on my list. Green Man. Yeah,
2: we, we, we always we always come up with new shows as we're doing the original show. I know. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of symbology there, and um, supposedly the Knights Templar now at this point morph into the Masons, the Masonic movement. Yeah. Um, Allegedly. But, Allegedly, Allegedly, according right. to legend. Allegedly, right. Um, so at this point, do you want to go toward uh, America? Well, before we go before
0: before we leave the British Isles, we mm-hmm. we do have to say that there's there's a lot of strange anomalies at the uh, the Rosalind Castle and the, and the, and the Rosalind Temple. Mm -hmm. and apparently there are catacombs underneath the rosalind chapel that rival the 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 um the the catholic archives Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and apparently that if the holy grail and the ark of the covenant and all these other artifacts that we that we that we talk about on a regular basis are hiding anywhere they're either in the catholic archives or they're in the catacombs underneath right. Rosalind Chapel. That,
2: that's never been excavated. It's never been <clears throat> escalated,
0: excavated. Excavated.
2: Um, you know that that brings up another whole point that during their heyday, uh, the the Templars built some some really um, important churches and landmarks in Europe. Yes. Um, and they and they used sacred geometry, and they were on. Um, sacred sites yeah so that was another whole element to their to their movement that um actually graham hancock again says that he believes that they um originated the gothic style of architecture
0: yep apparently yeah
2: yeah so so where'd they get all that where did all that knowledge come from you know who knows i don't know well
0: i mean the thing is is like if you're going around and you're raiding all of these temples and you're raiding all of these caches of 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 information and knowledge and stuff like that. I mean, eventually you're going to come across some really strange stuff. And the thing is, is well, that m-
2: maybe that's where they got the knowledge from yeah. know, to, to build. I mean, they built these huge cathedrals that are, that are like massive pieces of architecture, Yeah. you know, so they had some
0: skills and, and they were responsible for building temples and churches all over Europe. Mm-hmm.
2: All built with say, using sacred geometry and on sacred sites. Yeah. So you know there were, and there's some thinking that they're all lined up and connected somehow. Yeah. You know, so they had they had they had in, they were privy to information that um, they had some juice. They did. They had some stuff going on. So and, the, and I think Roseland Chapel fits fits in with that whole sacred site, sacred geometry kind of thing.
0: And once again, here is here's another topic. We're 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 doing an episode of the metaphysical connection, and here's another topic we could do. We can do an entire show on oak island off the mm. coast of nova mm-hmm. scotia yeah
2: yeah absolutely
0: and the thing is is that why is oak island so important and a, and a perfect place to to end the show as it were?
2: well i think there's a lot of there's a lot of theories behind it but um there's actually a whole show on that on uh discovery channel is yeah, it
0: yeah i think so or the oh, history channel
2: cool. yeah maybe the history channel Maybe um, both. So there, there's this island that's off the coast of Nova Scotia, or is yep. it Newfoundland? It's in Nova Scotia. I, I think it's. I think it might be Newfoundland. Might be Newfoundland. Yeah. Um, that it's called Oak Island, and, and there's a, supposedly a, a, a treasure buried there. Uh, now, a lot of people have been quite interested in that, and and they're actually still trying to figure out how they can get to it. But it has a very complex structure above it.
0: It is off uh, of Nova, Nova Scotia. Is it Nova I'm Scotia? sorry.
2: Okay, um, it was built with a shaft above it, and yeah. when you get to a certain point, it floods because yeah. it was developed. It was, it was uh, created that way. So it's yeah. a very sophisticated um, piece of. It's almost like a. It's almost like a puzzle to try to. To try and figure out how to get to the treasure that's there, if in fact there is if, a
0: treasure. Yeah, there. if there's treasure
2: there. So, so the idea behind it is, or the mythology behind it is, is that the, that the Templars came over and they had they had a very sophisticated navy. So, so there's a very good chance they could have easily navigated the, the ocean and uh, landed on Oak Island as a place to sort of hide their treasure. Sure. And develop this very complicated um, structure above the treasure, buried the treasure and then developed this very complicated structure that um, nobody seems to be able to figure out how to get to because it's, you know, it's, it's very complicated because of the way it floods. Yeah. Apparently.
0: And, and there were, there were these two guys, I can't remember their name. And when they first started digging every hundred feet, they came across like a platform, Mm -hmm. like of, 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 of logs that were laid out. Right. Right. They kept digging and finding these, these, these structures. And then after they hit like what a thousand feet, that's when they beyond that, they also, they also found um, the stone with carved symbols on them. Mm -hmm. And again, nobody is able to, to, to decipher. And the thing is, is that it's like, if you were able to go dig down to a certain hundred feet and then dig in another direction, you would have found the chamber where they're hiding all the stuff. And of course, Well,
2: here's another interesting element to this whole Oak Island thing is that FDR, um, Franklin Roosevelt, when he was young, he was very interested in Oak Island and he, he actually, um, he, he was somehow connected to this Russian mystic, um, who, um, his name was Rorschach, I think, um, who he was using to, to access knowledge about Oak Island. And he also, at the beginning of World War II, when he was president, he sent this guy on a mission to, I think, Tibet or Mongolia, to... Um, Nicholas R- Rorschach? Rorschach, yeah. Or R- R- Rorschach, I think it is. Rorich? Ror- I, don't know, I don't know the pronunciation, but anyway. He... Um, he was sent by Roosevelt to compete with the Nazis to try and get some of these um, occult artifacts. Yes. So this goes back to your um, Raiders of the Lost Ark and that kind of mindset. Right. Uh, so so Roosevelt actually had a parallel um, mission to to the Nazis to to try and like a race almost to get these these artifacts yeah. that were out there. So, so there's another whole side to FDR that I don't think people really know. I mean, I didn't really know much about it. Yeah. But he was involved with this, with Oak Island and trying to search for the treasure. Why he was, wanted that treasure, I don't know. Because he probably had enough money, but um, I don't I don't know what his wealth was. But
0: there's a lot of just weird stuff going on. Yeah, with it's, all it's of funny this. how that
2: you wouldn't even think of that, but yeah, it's a, it's a weird connection. Yeah. Um, and then there's another whole line of thought um about the Knights of the Golden Circle. Yes. Who supposedly were an offshoot of the Templars.
3: Okay.
2: Now this is a group of southerners um during the Confederacy. Yeah. Now, I don't know when they were exactly formed. I think at the beginning of the Confederacy or or at least they might they might have been actually part of the whole Confederacy, you know, break yes. off from the from the federal government. Um but they um John Wilkes Booth was a member of that group. So supposedly they were responsible for Lincoln's assassination, uh, and they had this—they had a huge treasure too, apparently. Yeah. That they um, accrued, and and nobody really knows where that is either. So,
0: who knows? There's a lot of secret
2: treasure. There's a lot of, <laughs> of crazy stuff going on hiding right? out there. Yeah. So.
0: So the thing is, is that as far as as far as the Knights Templar are concerned, what is their metaphysical connection, as it were, besides? Being responsible for gathering up all of these, all of these relics that are now a part of, uh, you know, Christian or Catholic lore.
2: Well, they're they're the keepers of some secret, and and there's a, there's a lot of different theories about what that secret is. Um, some people think that they have, uh, I don't have I think they have more than knowledge, but documentation about the true um identity of christ yeah what what he really who he really was um and if in fact he really was a true person yes know, there's, there's a lot of thinking about that too um or or the fact that they have their keepers of this ancient knowledge that christ had access to from the mystery schools it goes goes back to who knows when you know uh, maybe back to the anunnaki yeah get the bell out eric
0: uh, yeah. Um,
2: so, so they're they're keepers of some kind of mystical knowledge. Yes. That um, the the general public is not not allowed to have access to for 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 whatever reason. And I think that's really what Christ's mission was. And I think what the Templars' yeah. mission was was to bring that to the common person. That that was really, I think, what their underlying mission was—to elevate the the common person. Um. To a higher level of vibration or knowledge, knowledge would be would elevate them to so that they know that their their place on Earth is much more elevated than what yes you know what they what they would have thought they were
0: what they what know? we what we all would actually yeah. be led to believe that everybody's special and that everybody has a has the hotline to right
2: you know like in in monty python they referred to them as the shit hoarders (laughs) if you remember that yeah that was pretty funny
0: yeah yeah so so the thing is and i I think that it's funny monty python and the holy grail is one of one of my
2: favorite movies oh it's great yeah it's it's so i mean the first time i saw that i the even the credits are funny yeah you know it's just hilarious from start to finish. It's just a, such a bizarre and unique and cool perspective yes. on, on the whole thing, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, so the thing is, is that I mean,
2: it, and we we
0: should we should do another show on King Arthur and who King Arthur was. Yeah. Well, or. that's
2: another whole line of thought.
0: That's a whole nother, Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: what do you think? I um, put you on the spot here a little bit. I guess. Sure. Right? What do you think the Holy Grail is? What do you? I mean. Is it an actual artifact? Is it an actual cup? Or there, or there more than one? Well, he, or is, yes, it, or is it just an idea? Is see, it just well,
0: here's a- here's the thing that I and, and, and this blew me this blew me away when when I was doing this research because the thing is is that um, you know I mean God I mean the thing is is like um, just a little just a little flashback go go back to 1989 and the thing is is that. You know reconnecting with my dad for a while and the, one of the first movies that that he and I ever went to see together besides the untouchables and, and who framed Roger Rabbit was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade and the whole thing of of um, going going with your dad or going with with a role model and searching for the Holy Grail. And the thing is, is that the Holy Grail, I don't think that really the Holy Grail is an actual artifact. I think that the Holy Grail is
2: finding yourself on a journey. Mm-hmm. I
0: think that's Well, there's what it two
2: is. elements to it. That I, I, I think originally that one of the theories or one of the, the part of the lineage of Christ is that the Holy Grail was used to capture Christ's blood when he was. From that's the cross, another. Right? Yes,
0: that's another. Um,
2: but but you can look at that as a as an actual physical artifact, like of course, of course. Or you can look at it as a, as a concept. Yeah. That that the holy blood is what really is, um, what carries the you know the the elevation of the human race. Sure. You know, and that's really what Christ was attempting to do. I think, although his message has been severely mutated. But yeah. People's own, you know, personal reasons. I think. Or, um, so yeah, I think there's two ways to look at it. That that it may actually have been an actual chalice. Yeah. Um, and and he he really even referred to that as that um, like the chalice at the at the Last Supper. The, exactly. the wine represented his blood. Yes. So so it's kind of the same concept, you know. And, and maybe there's more than one artifact even, yeah you know that that could be the holy grail and maybe it's more the more important part is not the artifact but the but the concept behind the artifact which is what i think dan brown was getting to is the holy grail is actually mary magdalene was actually the holy grail because yeah. she she contained the holy blood right she, you know she transmitted it because it's like if, Christ, Christ if, you, if you
0: if you if you look at if you look at the outline of the, of the grail as it were Mm-hmm. If you look at the silhouette of of the Grail, right. as it were, the thing is, is that it looks like the shape of a woman. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. it does. Yeah,
0: it does. Mm-hmm. You know, where you know, not to get obnoxious, but it does. It's sort of like no, looks that's, that's
2: that's not that's normal.
0: It yeah, kind of like looks like the silhouette of mm-hmm. of a woman, which which makes sense when you think
2: about it. Yeah, you know, when you think about it, that does make sense if that's the if that's the actuality of it
0: yeah and i don't was... know
2: i i i tend to to think that's true i mean i tend to think that dan brown ha- was on something with that yeah um,
0: dan brown and the other people who did the research
2: well, holy blood book. holy grail was the yeah. first book that really broached that subject I yeah think. Um, and he, apparently he used a lot of their research for for his story and his right. story of course is fiction which which i think is right. okay right I mean, and it's a good read. I mean, it's, the book is, like you said, the book's better than the movie. I oh yeah, I,
0: I mean, that's no slam on Tom Hanks. He did the best he could with the
2: material. Yeah, I don't think it was a good screenplay. Really. No. it just didn't. It didn't capture the essence of the book really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's up for grabs, and, and it's kind of, it's kind of cool. You can put your own meaning to it. I right. Think. Right. You know, I, I tend to think that there is a bloodline. Um, what happened to it isn't it the um the the Merovingian kings mm-hmm. supposedly were the were the, were the lineage
0: of, well, of i mean thats that's that's some people's theory yeah yeah
2: but i think the
0: the, the entire thing of all of this and and I'm, I'm actually you know talking to a lot of our listeners on the fedora chronicles network and in all of our groups and all of our clubs it's not just only about just you know you know the accoutrements as it were you know, you know, getting you know, wearing your favorite fedora and going and, and uncovering, you know, lost artifacts and stuff like that. It's also talking about like a search for a better version of ourselves, which mm-hmm. I think that was part of the Templars well, for mission. enlightenment,
2: for enlightenment of some kind. You know, and and when you look at the the, the surface treatment of of um, Indiana Jones. Movies, yeah, they're entertainment. They're you know they're they're good movies. They have action and all that kind of stuff. But there's also an underlying premise um, about searching for those kinds of things that will elevate the human race. Yeah, with a theory behind even like in World War II, if if you have that power on your side, you know. And again, it's a duality. You know, the Nazis would have used it for negative
3: intention. Yeah,
2: and you would hope that the Allies were intending to use it for positive. to to defeat the nazis and i'm not so sure that that's true but um you know so so it it's it's really got a a more metaphysical intention to it yeah than just a a nice action series it's it's about it's just i think it's one of the reasons why you like it
0: well i mean the whole idea is, is 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 that how far are you willing to go to keep evil at bay Mm-hmm. How far are you willing to go to keep this artifact out of the hands of right. the bad guys? Right. How far are you willing to go? Right. And the That's thing is, question. is that, I mean, are you willing, you know, are you willing to go through this wild desert chase? Are you, are you willing to, I mean, just every aspect of, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Whereas it's like, this is a, a, a this is a, just a guy. He's, he's just a treasure hunter, you know, you know, during his, the summer months college professor and he has to do some things that are really sort of uncomfortable. I mean, he has to go one of the, one of the first things he has to do is he has to find, he has to go and, and meet up with his former girlfriend who is the daughter of his professor. And he has to uh, confront, you know, not not hor- not
2: horrible things, but he had to confront a part of his past. Well, that's the whole hero's journey, You, know? right. and you, you have things you have to get past. It's the whole you know, hero's. It's, it's, yeah. it's the it's the whole Joseph Campbell thing. You know, and it's, it's true to that.
0: It's really not about the ark but it is about the ark
2: Well, that's the that's the end game. That's the end. That, right. That's at the end of the. Right. That's the golden fleece sort of. Yeah. You know that you have to overcome all these things to get to whatever right. that represents. Right. You know. And then in the end, and really, really, I think at the end of the day, it's really about um, the hero overcoming all these obstacles and and um, moving up the scale yeah. of, of enlightenment or empowerment, maybe. Yeah, and just know, and, personal and, empowerment, anyway.
0: right? And and proving that, y- yeah, you could actually, if put to the task, how well would you handle a situation like that?
2: Right. You know, and I think that's that we, really the underlying premise. I think
0: you know? that we, we'd all like to believe that we could be heroes of our own story.
2: Well, it's the hero's journey.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. But
2: you know, we all have to overcome obstacles for that. It certainly to is. To happen. So. Right. right. So do you think the Templars are still around or do you, or do you think they've just kind of morphed into other, How do I mean, we... there, there are some Templar organizations. Actually, there's a guy, Mark Pinkham, who's the yeah. head of the, he's the grandmaster, I think of the current Templar. Organization, which I you, you could probably join if you wanted to, but you have to go through a whole series of rituals and things. Sure. Like how do I know you're not one of them? Well, I could be. You never know. You know. No. I may not. Have, I mean, it is a secret organization, so how, I probably might not tell you.
0: How do you know I'm not one part of it? I, I don't know <laughs> that. But I, but I think that that's the fun. I think that that's mm-hmm. the mystery of it all. The idea is 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 the is the unknown unknown as it were. Mm-hmm.
2: And which which group of Templars emerged? Did the, did the Templars with the with the with the more pure intent emerge, or did the ones with a more sort of dark side? Yes, emerge. You know, yes, maybe that's the whole thing behind the New World Order. Maybe the Templars are involved with that, you know, or the Illuminati. The Illuminati are supposed to be connected into the uh, Templars somehow. in some
0: way, some form. And I think yeah. the and I think the and maybe they're all just branches. Of the, I, I of think the whole that thing. I think that the. Uh, yeah, I think I think the Illuminati deserve their own show sometime in the near future here, but the thing is that it was just like it's sort of like I remember when I was a kid, before like the first grade, we really didn't know what killed the dinosaurs. It was like a mystery. We had mm-hmm. theories. Mm-hmm. We didn't we didn't know we didn't know really know what the outer planets looked like. We didn't mm-hmm. know that there were, if there it was were,
2: before the big asteroid theory.
0: Yeah, there's all these mysteries that we mm-hmm. we never knew, and we never thought that we would never find the Titanic. We never thought that we would find out, you know, are there other worlds out there or orbiting other mm-hmm. other stars? That was a mystery we never knew, mm-hmm. right? And there's, on all, and and as my life progresses, a lot of the greatest mysteries of all of history have been sort of like revealed to us, mm-hmm. and we have an idea
2: replaced by other
0: ones. Replaced by other ones. Science fiction becomes science fact. Exactly. I, yeah. I, have, I have no doubt that some huge revelation would come out, only to ask another question.
2: Well, this is one of the biggest ones we've talked about today. For me, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Is is was Christ, um. The way he's portrayed, or or was he really something different? What was what was what was the true Christ? I guess. Right. And and that's a mystery that. Not sure that it'll ever be really solved, but who knows? Who knows if somebody, you know, if the Templars are guarding that secret and they very well may be, right? Why would they not come out with that? You know, that uh, that's another
0: question. Uh, the big, I think the biggest questions here that were left here at the end of this podcast is that what what did they find during the Second Crusade?
2: Mm. What did they find under the Um, the, what, did fi-
0: what, yeah. what did they find? Temple, what did they find? At, at, the, at the temple.
2: Well, there's another whole element to that that we didn't get into is that the priest in France that somehow got privileged to something that the Templars knew. Yeah. And he all of a sudden became very wealthy. And he, he uh, I forget what his name was.
0: Are we, we talking about St. Bernard of Chavaux
2: No, no, no. This is a whole different guy. This is more modern uh this isn't like in the 1800s, okay. I think. Okay. And all of a sudden, he had had access to all this wealth. Yeah. And nobody knew what it was, but supposedly he had gotten access to um, this secret that the Templars yeah. had yeah. had, and um, and threatened the Catholic Church with divul- divulging it, and they gave him a bunch of money, supposedly. Don't know. Yeah. That's in. The, I believe that's in the holy. I know it's in Holy Blood, Holy Grail. I think, but. Not sure about the Da Vinci Code. We
0: should look that up. Yeah,
2: we should yeah look I that forget up. the guy's name. But.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I think that that's amazing. So so what exactly did they find at, at, at the uh, at the temple? Let's, and let's try
2: to get some input from our listeners. What do you what do you what do you, what do you people think? What they do found? you think?
0: What do what what do you think? What
2: did the Templars find? What did
0: the Templars find? And where are they hiding it all now? Right. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. You know, and that's and you know and and the thing is is that the te- the what what the Jewish temple was what the temple mount you know the the temple of Solomon the temple of Herod whatever the the Jewish temple Mm -hmm. was for the Templars the Templars treasure trove is to us
2: yeah basically where is it all good question maybe Oak Island maybe it's down there Yeah. maybe it's in different places Maybe yeah. Maybe they marked it somehow that nobody knows.
0: They can't. We can't. It. We can't break they the can't, code. Can't access it as, as it were. Maybe
2: it's in that tower <laughs> where they were. Where they were prisoner. From. Maybe somebody could break that code.
0: That would be fun. Yeah.
2: So, another great show, Walt. Yeah, I think so. All right. So, put your sword back in its sheath, there ah. for the for the day, anyway. What about my coconuts? Can I put my coconuts? You can go wild with those if you want.
0: Okay. All right.
1: This has been the Metaphysical Connection podcast from the Fedora Chronicles Network. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast via iTunes, Google Play, or Player FM. You can find our podcast via your Apple, Android, or Windows devices using those services and more. If your favorite podcast service or program doesn't feature us, let us know by shooting us an email via info at thefedorachronicles.com. That's also a great way to get in touch with Walt, Jim, and Eric, And let us know what you think of the podcast, as well as topic suggestions for a future show. If we use your suggestion, we'll send you a t-shirt or coffee mug. Just send along your size and preference with your email. You can be a part of the metaphysical connection between shows by joining us on our social media accounts. You can find us on Facebook by going to our metaphysical connection group and following us on Twitter at PhysicsLaxative. Most importantly, you can support the show by hitting the Patreon button on all of our show pages, metaphysicalpodcast.com. Patreons of the show get specials such as getting the podcast a day before the rest of the audience, heads up about future episodes, and other exclusives. Want some Metaphysical Connection swag of your own? Get your own damn Metaphysical Connection coffee mugs, t-shirts, keychains, and barbecue aprons at our Zazzle page. My house is full of them. Yours should be, too. Find them at www.zazzle.com slash chronicles. Don't forget to check out our show sponsor, the Trinity Whip Company. Traditionally made kangaroo whips, top quality craftsmanship, in form as well as function. Handcrafted by Blake Brunning. Find his products at www.trinitywhipco.com. So for Walt, Jim, and Eric, this is Carol Fisk thanking you for listening and signing off. Until next time, keep your chin up and your bra, excuse me, fedora on. We have ridden
0: the length and breadth of the land in search of knights who will join me in my court at Camelot. I must speak with your lord and master. What? Ridden on a horse? Yes. You're using coconut. What? You've got two empty arms of coconut
1: and you're banging them together. So? We have ridden since the snows of winter covered this land. Through the kingdom of Mercia, the through Where'd you get the coconut? We found them. Found them? In Mercia, the coconuts. Tropical.